Yeah, man. <laughs> let's kill that bass head. Alright, let's do this. I'm on the air, we on the air, we got this pockets flow. It's me and Tony on the mics, we gotta let you know. Of current events, little gaming, sprinkling some entertainment. We stay humble, but our mom still thinks we're famous. Turn up the bass and baby, maybe let that magic flow. Our spoken word is all the things you really wanna know. Having a good time on the show, T Bows and Maddie G. Tune in and hit subscribe and join us on the FAP. Welcome back, everyone, to the Freaking Awesome Podcast. I'm your host, Anthony Bowes, and uh, today, the handsome gentleman, uh, not only next to me, but one over, of course, is replacing uh, Matty G for the evening. Uh, we're very fortunate enough to have our good friend, Twism Whitepeace, joining us again today. Twism, how are you doing, my friend? I'm blessed, man. I'm blessed. Thank you for asking me to be a part of, man. This is legendary. I appreciate uh, you. I, I figured of all people in this world, you would appreciate today's guest. Boy, uh, you, you such a legend, right. such an icon. And uh, it's my pleasure, of course, to introduce uh, a man among like a god actually a gal among men this man is a legend of canadian history uh he is not only a uh, writer producer actor kind of a man of all trades but he is the godfather of what we call canadian today's canadian hip-hop rap-up artist maestro fresh wes aka wes williams how you doing today wes yo Anthony, thanks for having me twism what's happening it's, it's awesome to be here thanks fellas Man, just that blessed, blessed that you took the time out of your day, man. You know, yeah, in yeah. today's worlds, man. A lot, a lot of people, especially iconic people like yourself, are very stuck up and don't have time to deal with regular people. You know what I mean? So it's it's good that you came and, and blessed us with your presence, man. That means a lot, man. Really does. Respect, man. Thanks for having me, man. It, it's amazing to see with uh, you know uh, all the rise to fame, the amazing things that you've done. Not not only just uh, you know for your own personal, not only just in the musical industry, um, but what you do for other people, and that you are still humble enough to to be able to put that good, good old Canadian hospitality come out and enjoy uh, <laughs> a little bit of time with us. We really really appreciate it. Really love it. So before we get going today, I got a couple uh, quick, uh, fun articles. Uh, and uh, again, just kind of roll along with this. Uh, please check in on your thoughts. Uh, this is uh, apparently uh, with COVID lockdown, people are over the edge with some weird things people are pulling uh, or even just uh, the weird things are, are finding. Now, uh, one thing as uh, Wes, we're going to get a little bit later into the show, we're going to talk about uh, your new book. Uh, but as an author, maybe you can appreciate uh, this article. Uh, it is actually kind of raising a little bit of controversy. Uh, but uh, this uh, this particular one is parents are left divided over a quote unquote rude book explaining where sperm comes from. So what this is, is actually um, a, a children's, it's, it's, it's a very realistic uh, children's book that is out there that is trying to explain the birds and bees. Now, my family, we're, we're very open with our kids and we let people know because we want them to educate. We don't want to really give them the, the, uh, the golden floss story of, of where children come from. So, you know, you're trying to get really your kids knowing and educating the, the truth behind things. But doing it is a very sensitive subject, right? And, and you don't want it to be a really grotesque you know, experiment or you're trying to tell people. So one company has actually come up with a book and it's called Where Willie Went. Now, the the cover of this is actually a very uh, cute, almost like you'd expect a, a Dr. Seuss book, but it is a sperm wearing a pair of goggles and, and he's kind of 
floating along with all his little brethren sperm. Um, but the artist is actually illustrates in a very uh, interesting way of of the journey of this sperm. And of course, it has created a massive controversy to which parents are saying that it's grotesque and it should be pulled off the shelves. Now, I don't know how you feel about this. I mean, I, I think that there is there is uh, very soft ways of doing things, but um, I, I feel when it comes to literature in, in any form uh, that it really shouldn't be received so poorly. I mean, this is someone who has clearly taken a very sensitive subject and they're trying to approach it in a very new way for children to to see. And, and it's, it's cartoon. It's not put into massive detail, anything more than any other little cartoon kind of character would. Um, but, you know, it clearly shows like, hey, here's a little cartoon dude. He's naked. It's not overly detailed, but uh, it's trying to show the vision of this. So, I mean, I guess the first thing that comes up, and it, it is, it, it's funny because I wasn't expecting it. Uh, I, and, and I think as a parent, I can completely appreciate this book because it, like I said, it is not the easiest subject to talk to your children about, um, uh, where babies come from and all that stuff. Uh, I give them a lot of, uh, credit, but. I, I guess when you look at the artistry, if you look this up on, online, where Willie went, uh, you can't help but laugh at the cover of this. It, it, it's, uh, I think, the cutest way that you can explain a very sensitive topic. So uh, de definitely check it out. Uh, I'm not sure, uh, again, as an artist and an, uh, an author yourself, uh, you know, you're you're trying to approach subjects that are not easy to do. So, I, I mean, how do you do it? How do you? For kids? It's, so it's written for kids, yes? It's written for children, yes. Yeah, that's a sensitive subject right there, man. Because <laughs> every child, how many kids you got, me? Uh, oh, I, I've I've only got two. Uh, okay, you got two. So you know, both kids are. Two has got six. <laughs> you got six, so you know your six kids are different. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. One 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 of your children might see something as humorous. The other child might see something as sensitive, right? Yeah. So you yep. got to know how to, you got to know who you're dealing with, right? So yeah. Something like that with a subject so broad but so sensitive. Um, I think you got to use discretion with that. Like, you know what I mean? So yeah, you got one, one kid might find that to be palatable and another mm -hmm. kid may be um, uncomfortable or awkward mm -hmm. and they could be a different age groups. It's just how, how that goes. You feel me? Yeah. Yeah. And so, you, need, um, you need to know your kids, right? I mean, this is really up to the parents. Uh, I mean, but there's a lot of parents out there that uh, especially, uh, you know, with the statistics in the U S they do not know how to properly approach sex education with their children. Mm -hmm. uh, it, right. So it is uh, it's a very sensitive subject. You need to be uh, maybe for parents who are really struggling. This is actually an excellent book. Um, I, I guess it really does come down to perspective. Right. Are you the type of person who has no problem talking to this with your child? Uh, or do you feel like maybe you need a, a little bit of a game changing edge that helps edge people along? Uh, I think as we progress and as we progress in life, I mean, not just from a you know old fashioned point of view, but a progressive point of view as well. As we change, things need to change with it. Right. So obviously we went like in my high school and everything they had, you know, sex ed and all that. But it was very limited, very rigid, very, you know, one hour laugh and go kind of thing. Right. Whereas yep. nowadays um, they do a whole a whole thing on it. And, and so I feel like as we progress 
Um, you know, this is the first man through the door is always the bloodiest. And so I, that's what I feel like is happening here. I feel like this person is being crucified because they've come up with a new way to approach such an old and traditional uh, taboo. Don't talk about kind of thing. Whereas, you know, like I said, progressively thinking we live in a world now where everything should be you should change. You should you should mold and adapt and become a better person. And if this helps some parent explain to their child, then absolutely. I mean, that's the parental discretion. But if it helps, it's got to help somebody. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. Wouldn't sell if it didn't help somebody. So Exactly. And, and as Canadians, we have to be a little careful because, you know, Rob Ford wants to remove sex education out of the education system. That guy has completely butchered my kids' education. Right. I'm, I'm telling you. Well, here what? All jokes yeah. aside. I mean, we can have our own um, individual um, opinions mm-hmm. of, you know, our mayor or our premier, what have you like that. Mm-hmm. But it's something special about kids that we they didn't ask to be here. Yes. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So we can we can agree. We could disagree on a lot of things. But one thing we, we have to de- agree on. Children didn't ask to be here. Right. It's yeah. our job to protect them. You see what I'm saying? Hundred percent. It's our responsibility. Protect them. I mean, protect them. Yeah. So if a book is is um potentially um profane mm-hmm. or makes parents feel uncomfortable, I mean, maybe us as parents got to tap into ourselves and be like, yeah, we're not living like back in the days, but <laughs> doesn't mean we have to comply to every yeah, little thing right there. You see what oh, I'm saying? So, sure. Yeah. So sure. with the premiere on that note. I mean, I didn't grow up learning about sex in school. You know, I mean, I think I turned out pretty good. Backbones are still sliding, my team. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> I didn't grow up there, so why are you shoving that down the kids' throat? Let kids be kids. Let kids figure out themselves, man. You know, yeah. just be kind. Kind. Just be kind to people. I don't care what you're, where you're from, fam. I don't care what you you think your orientation is or your religion, whatever like that, or or your your you know mm-hmm. your background. When it comes to kids, let kids be kids, man. Let them enjoy life. Being kids, man. I'm yeah. fortunate enough that when I drop my son home from school, or, or when I drop him to school, rather, I dropped him off, and he's 12, man. But he, he's looking at me like, Dad, why aren't you driving off? And I just want to enjoy the fact that God bless that we're in St. John, New Brunswick, right now. That you can exact, you could chop it up with your brethren before you go into school. <laughs> yeah, I'm picking you up. I'm like, I'm. You, you want to hang out with your homies? Yeah, sure, Dad. Bless the reason I'm doing that is because I don't know what it's going to be like next year. Time, you better mm-hmm. enjoy, but I remember <laughs> the, the innocence. Yeah. Oh, uh, dealing with with your friends, man. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Figuring certain things out without having certain um, doctrines being infused mm-hmm. in your head. Let kids be kids, man. And as parents, man, we got to protect them. And like, like something like this, see this character behind me right there? Yeah. With the fresh fresh high top? Yep. That dude is fresh, man. That's fresh West. This young maestro, fam. That's right. You know, and me coming up in Toronto, you know what I'm saying? I had a great time. I had some great inspirational um, elementary school teachers. I had some great mentors, my family, my my pops was a G, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. And it's like, these are things that I emphasize in the book because when it comes to kids, we got to protect them. My dad was there for me. My mom's was there for me. You feel me? Yeah. So now is there a, like a big gap between them coming up from the, from the island, the Caribbeans, mm-hmm. uh, you know, in the sixties to now? Absolutely. Oh, yeah. There's certain things that, that um, we can find a happy medium, you know, for example, did my dad 
my dad didn't come to my football practices or my games. He dropped me off, mm-hmm. picked me up, whatever like that. But I saw the homies whose pops used to come to the games, rock the – there's a dude on my team named Mouse, man, Mouse mm-hmm. Thomas. I played for Age of Court Eagles fan, but Mouse Thomas' his dad come with the with the green the green leather jacket, fam. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Ready to go. Ready to go. This was sideburns, fam. Looking like you from the whispers. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and it, it was like I just remember that day. I just remember those days rather seeing like Mouse's dad. So when I had my son, I said, yo, I'm not only gonna wear the team jacket, I'm gonna be one of your coaches. Mm. Yeah. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. So my dad did what he what he knew, you know, and he did an excellent job raising me. But now I learned to to take it to the next level, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. But certain things are certain things, but other things we can expand on a bit. Yeah. You know? Yep. So I'm, I'm, I didn't drop my son off to the game or whatever like that. I was like, I'm going to be a part of this. You yeah. see what I'm saying? Yeah, exactly. So, so in terms of growth, Twiz, I feel that, yeah, these ain't the same days how we came up. But the bottom line is, you know, we should try to protect our babies, man. Cushion that, it, cushion it a little bit. Cushion, put that. I'm sensitive towards certain um, subjects like that um, yeah. because I don't know what 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 the narrative is. I mean, I'll, I'll have to see the book. Mm-hmm. I'll have to really um, analyze the thing. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And take it from there. But when it comes to kids, they off limits, man. You know, let, yeah. let let them breathe, man. Let them let them. You know, and as, as adults, you know, our, our job, our obligation. Is to protect our babies, man. Hundred percent, hundred percent. You know, I had this, uh, I had this conversation uh, with my wife. She spent uh, twelve years in uh, children's uh, care, kind of thing, like you know, uh, the CAS, looking after kids and putting them, making sure that they're treated right, and, and a lot of bad situations. And she was talking to me about the statistic of children that now the average grade where children are having sex is in grade nine. This is this is thirteen years, fourteen years old. That's society right there. Right. That's society polluting their minds every day. Yeah. You know, like, and, and if anything, more than, more than ever, we really have to make sure we're, you know, taking care of those kids, making sure they're educated, making sure they know about safety and, and telling people when they feel uh, comfortable and not comfortable with things and, and making them have a voice. And, uh, and it's very hard. It's very hard in this world where everybody wants to kind of be stifled. And yet at the same time, you want people to really speak up and have a voice. Right. So uh, it's, it's, it's tough. It's, it's not easy for parents nowadays, uh, especially when everybody is like a, a double income family for the most part and parents are away working and kids are almost left to raise themselves in many ways. So a tablet or a phone in their face 24 seven. Exactly. Right? Which yeah. is, which is not good. I, I mean, uh, and, and this coming from me, like I'm, I'm, a, I'm like a big tech person, you know, and, mm-hmm. and I have mm-hmm. to look at the evils of tech sometimes and be like, yeah, I, it's not great. I mean, some of the crap that my kids watch and I'm just like, no, 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 you're done with that now. Uh, you're not, you're not getting smarter watching that. Well, see, bro, I don't, I don't think it's tech that's the problem, man. It's the, uh, it's the application of the technology that's, that's, mm. that's wrong. That's the problem, man. You, yeah. People out there using it for all the stupid reasons instead of educating and empowering themselves to become better and lead the next generation to become better. They're out there cheating on their spouses. They're out there hustling out the green of the dope, and they're out there chasing the dream that is not a reality. I mean, yeah, yeah. Maestro, what you feel about that, bro? About what specifically? About technology. Do you feel like it is the enemy or do you think it is the application of technology that is the enemy? That's a great question. I think it's the latter. 
application. Uh-huh. It's how uh-huh. we use it. You know, everyday everyday things make your life better. A can opener opens a can, but if you go hit somebody with that can opener, you're not using that the right way. So it don't help I, nobody. I, I agree with that. It's the application, you know, yeah. behind that. That's a great point, my man. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, I mean, I got a question for you, though, man. You, so you grew up here in Toronto. That's what I understood, right? Uh-huh. All right. So how do you how how have you uh, how have you appreciated or not appreciated the changes in Toronto over the last you know decade, two decades? You know, how do you like the progression of the town that you grew up in? You see, I'm 53 years old, right? Mm-hmm. And one of the things with me is I'm I'm. Um, I don't want to be to say I'm too cerebral, but um, what saves me is um, I think how things used to be back in the days. Mm-hmm. So, in other words, Toronto used to be a country. Mm-hmm. Bars used to be country bars, like all mm-hmm. those downtown bars. Like Neil Young was the man back in the '60s. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? yeah, you could walk downtown with with, with 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 no no shoes on. It was like country. Mm-hmm. Imagine me coming up as a child in the early seventies, that's not the same Toronto. So that in itself was a change. Yeah. Right. Imagine that the 50 year olds in the sixties who grew up in Toronto when t- Toronto used to be, or the seventies mm-hmm. when Toronto used to be. So that perspective, always thinking of stuff like that. Yeah. Is what keeps me um, in tune and mm-hmm. keeps me um, humble. Mm-hmm. It keeps me being a student. Nice. nice. Music, for example, Quincy Jones was a great trumpet player. Mm-hmm. He did that in the 50s and 60s. In the 80s, he started doing disco records for a guy named Michael Jackson. I'm sure there's a lot of jazz aficionados being like, yo, Q, what are you doing with this disco shit, man? What the <laughs> fuck? Yep. music, man. Like, like, where's the horn section? Where's the, per- the drum section, the percussions? What happens? So that's what keeps me, like, when I look at boom bap, and trap music, it's a mm-hmm. 30-year gap between the two. Mm-hmm. The reason why I've been able to um, stay involved with making music is because I use that approach of a guy like Quincy Jones or a guy like George Benson, the jazz guitarist, or or, or um, Herbie Hancock, the, the jazz piano player. You know what I'm saying? They transitioned into doing disco records, and they were successful doing disco records. You feel me? Yeah. Um, rock group, like the Rolling Stones, they put out disco records, man. The Beatles stayed together. Trust me, they would have been putting disco records, but John mm-hmm. Lennon went his way. Paul McCartney and Wings, they went off that way, did it, mm-hmm. and they kept in the pop realm. But the Rolling Stones, they had some disco records. Pink Floyd, their biggest record, The Wall, is a disco record. Mm-hmm. We don't need no education. Dum, 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 dum. That's a disco baseline, fam, fam. If they were to be stuck in their, those parameters alone, they wouldn't have been able to expand. You see what yeah. I'm saying? Yeah. So me, these reference points from life and music has enabled me to, um, you know, persevere through, the, through this maze called life. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I always think, like, how were things before? That's why when people are dissing, oh, trap sucks, man. Things were better mm-hmm. when we came up. Mm-hmm. Oh, this new music. I think to myself, like, I mean, I like Pete Roxy else move better than like a lot of this new shit. But I'm so- <laughs> I'm supposed to. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. 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 I got to do the Quincy Jones approach where it's like, okay, boom, music is changing. Mm-hmm. Right? How can I how can I make my contribution to this yeah. and still be true to myself? And there's ways of, of doing that. Like some of my best songs as of late have been trap joints. Yeah. That's you know? awesome. That's so cool. 
yeah that's awesome <laughs> you know I, I love how you brought that up too because uh i love experimenting with trap beats and and also i like trap it's dubstep i mean i love i love outside of the normal sound that you hear right i like to experiment with piano beats the whole nine yards but what really is the thing is that like everybody's reaction afterwards when they're like man and then they hear it and they're like wow you know what i mean it's like because if you find i, I feel like so to you your natural element is, is it sounds like you you really vibe with the trap you feel like it a connection somehow and i feel like that's what music should be anyways right i mean i'm talking about the lyrical content i'm just talking oh, about lyrical. melodies and yeah. yeah melody that's what i'm saying like the yeah. sound the rhythm the bar structure everything yeah that's if you relate to that you should be able to really absorb into it and get into it and be able to put out something that's magnificent it shouldn't matter if it's trap or if it's jazz or whatever man if you if you feel that or if you're in the groove then you should be able to make a creation out of whatever you want to so yeah i like the fact i like the fact that what you said man i like i like how you're progress like you're, you're trying the quincy jones i like that you you're trying different things you you really find well, yourself I mean, I, i'm just using him as a point of reference you know what i'm yeah. saying yeah so that's why like i like my thing is i don't want to be um the grumpy old man in the room, but I don't. I don't want to be Samuel L. Jackson on a skateboard. Either. Yeah, yeah, no. <laughs> <laughs> my whole thing is. My whole thing is. It's just so funny. I put my son's mom on to like my favorite group out of Toronto is Prime Boys, man. For the last few years, man. Nice. I don't know if you heard of it. Yeah, no, I got. I'm gonna write that one down. Yeah. Nasty, nasty. I'll look him up, man. When I met, when I met Jimmy Prime last summer, it was at Booster Juice. And then I'm like, yo, I was with my son. We just finished playing ball. I'm like, yo, man, let me go say it. What's up to this this kid? Mm. Well, Jimmy Prime, how you doing? I go by the name of the Maestro Fresh West. Mm -hmm. This dude looked at me like he thought he's a, a ghost. <laughs> <laughs> yo, <laughs> what? <laughs> he was like, he was like, yo, can I get a picture? I go, no. You want to give me a picture first? <laughs> then I'm like, then I might give you one. That's awesome. That'll be cool. You see what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's amazing. He came into Booster Juice and he was like, yo, tell my son, yo, your dad's a legend. You know, he goes, my dad grew up telling me about you, you know, and he was surprised that I knew his music. He was like, yo, man, I'm surprised. I thought all you old guys hated us. I can't speak about the average dudes out there. Yeah. My age and my demographic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I grew up as a student of the history of music. And because of that, I'm allowed to like listen to other stuff and listen to groups and listen to styles change and what have you. Do you see what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a very, to me, that's, those guys are dope, man. Like the three dudes from Toronto, from the Espadad, I don't even know him like that. I'm just saying. I He's just like him. plugging them. That's Shots amazing. The prime boys. Like, yeah, yeah. Like, that's what I'm saying. I don't care if the man see this shit or not. I'm just being, yeah, you yeah. gotta give credit where credit is due. Exactly. You know 100%, 100%. And, and the thing is with me, my legacy is cemented. I don't got to give, man. Yeah, like, you ain't riding no tails. You ain't got you ain't got to suck up to nobody. You out here I, nah, like, I yeah, like, really, like, I don't, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah. And let's just a buck just before we go on. There's only one MC in Toronto that can claim six God. One. Only one MC. Yeah. And there's only one MC that can claim six Godfather. Yeah. Only one. That's right. Those are facts. So, do what you got to do, say what you got to say, whatever like that. But legacy is cemented. Understand what yeah, I'm saying? Man. 100%. And, and we talk about history. I'm the first black artist to go platinum in Canada. Yes. Yep. Yeah, just amazing. I'm not talking about just hip hop. Yep. You feel me? Yep. So my booster juice and while I'm getting my, 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 um, what did I get? I think it was an orange sickle with, with, with a splash of, of, of ginger. Yep. And I see Amanda come true. 
one of these young boys, I'll tip my hat to them because they deserve that. You feel yeah. me? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's amazing. Well, I, 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 I ain't a cloud chasing. They know cloud chasing when you foundation. You just, but that's also but that's also spoken like somebody who has uh uh put in the work in the grind. And see, that's why you can tip your hat to the other people because yeah, I'm you good. I'm that, good. Yeah, I'm you, good. you put in that work, you put in that grind, and because of that, you can respect what they're trying to do now. They're trying yeah. to do the same thing, they're trying to grind it out and hustle every day for what they're yeah. trying to chase for. Yeah. So, I love, man, this is a good conversation, bro. Amazing. You know, I'm, 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 I'm pleased to find out that you are not that you that you're very, you know, open minded, but at the same time very focused with your educational thought. Like, you know, some people I've talked to, man, celebrity or not celebrity, man, they they want to come on here either being preachy or they want to come on and be, you know, trying to sell something or something like this. And like, I like the fact that you just you're having a conversation. And see, to me, that speaks volumes about your character, man. You know, I understand you, you You got the two Junos and your Grammy. You got history and all this. What, what speaks more to me is your character, man. Because if I can respect you as a character, I'll buy anything you put out. It don't matter. I'll, I'll buy anything you put out if I respect your character. So yeah. to me, sitting here with somebody that's built like you helps me understand how I need to progress in my career and how I need to stay solid. I want to be able to say 20 years from now, 30 years from now, 40 years from now, Man, I stay grounded. I stay focused. I give credit to those who are due, and at all that, I appreciate where I'm at, man. Like I see the appreciation on you. You know what happened with me? What what saved me was the fact that um, when I came up, I toured with Public Enemy, so I learned. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. What's that like, bro? Tell me. I learned from a young age how it's important to um, compartmentalize. Ah yes, I'm gonna show you. When Chuck D's on stage, it's a and 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 the Flav and all these guys, it's a different energy. Mm-hmm. Their energy is to rip that can stage mm-hmm. apart. Yeah, yeah. Yep. You're gonna smash that stage, and you're gonna see the illest concert mm-hmm. you ever seen. Now, when the show is done, they turn that off. Deal with media a certain way. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. turn that off. Deal with upcoming artists a certain way. Mm-hmm. So I learned from a young age the importance of compartmentalizing when you're dealing with with certain things, and that's social. That that's media training that I had. You know. So imagine me coming up and I'm giving Chuck D my my, my cassette. I'm saying. Yeah, and then later, months later, you see you pick up the Fear the Black Planet album, hmm. and you see the name your name on the back of that album, fam. You know what I'm Man. saying? And then imagine, you know, you, you, you maintain that relationship and then you ask your, your, your idol, your mentor to write the foreword for your book. Mm. And then he writes the foreword for your book. Man, that's crazy. Man. You know what I'm saying? Like, 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 like that, 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 that's Chuck D. Bro, you Chuck D of the legendary public enemy, man. Yeah. Yes. The dad to do this was 2008. My son was just born, man. Mm. My son was just born like weeks. That's what Obama was just about to to get into office, I believe. Mm-hmm. You know I'm saying my son was just born like weeks, and then Chuck was in Vancouver, and I um I said, "Yo, this was this picture was taken." Can you see that? Yeah, let me Chuck. let me. I'll yeah, I'll, zo- go, I'll yep, zoom this yep, out yep, a little yep. bit so people can see you a bit better. There right, we go. There we go. Now I see it. Yep. You see that? Wow. That's that was the day. That was the day I asked him to write the forward. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And that's my mentor. And how cool is it when I draft my, my kid's book, somebody who considered me a mentor, Carter Now, 
Oh, yes. That's the saying. It just keeps getting better. Wow. <laughs> wow. That, that is so amazing. Man. I met Carter now when he was 12. Wow. And when he came up, he asked me questions like, yo, what's this whole thing about, man? And I said, mm. stay in school, man. Stay focused. Stick to your vision. Mm. Do you, man. But, you know, don't give this rapper, don't, don't let this rapper dapper life um, take yeah. you away from where you got to go. Yo, chat, you're good. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> That's so, amazing. Uh, I wanted to show you that. And um, what about the, what the, what the rice, man? You had carbs? What did you eat? <laughs> All right, homie. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, that was your son you was talking to? That's yeah, great. that sounds just like just I got I got a teenager in there too. I said that sounds just like me when I'm talking. <laughs> <laughs> Life is real. I love it. Life like, is yeah, real. Wait a second, Am I, you in my house, bro? Wait a second. <laughs> <laughs> he's cool, man. He's cool, man. Amazing. Cool Shouts out to your little dude, though, man. He, he's got some good. Yeah, he's he's calling me, man. This, this dude is getting there, but um, I know, right? Like, wow, amazing. Yeah. We feeding them like <laughs> mine's fourteen, and he's like. Massive. I don't know. I, I'm I'm right. cool. Like, homie, <laughs> making me a little intimidated. Wait a it's second. Like Hold GMOs. On, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, but like what I'm saying, like that's what I, I learned from um from those guys. Like, like you know, what I'm saying from you know just to treat fans a certain way, mm-hmm. and that's what's kept me um people checking for me. I think you know. Yeah. Like I remember when I so watch this. The day I gave Chuck this book, mm-hmm. I signed it for him. I go, yo, I gave a, a autographed copy. It was when they did a show in in Collingwood. And, you know, I was in the tour bus and he and I was doing a lot of acting at the time. And I remember him asking me a question. He was like, yo, how do you memorize your 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 your, your, your script? Mm-hmm. So I said, well, Chuck, this is what you do. Like, it's very similar to what your lyrics, you know, what I'm saying obviously you wrote your lyrics. Mm-hmm. You got to memorize it to perform it, whatever, like this. This whole thing here, it's like it's not your specific lyrics, but you want to um, submit to the character, make the character as organic mm-hmm. as possible. Yep. And as I'm talking and I explain to him, I said to myself, wait a minute. I'm explaining something to Chuck D. Like it just kind of <laughs> mind is like <laughs> when the teacher when the teacher becomes the student, right? And he's there listening to me, and I'm like, but I caught myself in mid, and I'm getting deep deep into it. I'm like, you know, like I studied this, and I, I wait a minute, I'm schooling Chuck D on something, right. and it made me feel like probably how Cardinal felt when he showed yeah. me something like Socrates or like a rich yeah. kid. Yep. One of these. <laughs> Man, I want, to share, I want to share something with you, man. Yeah. Speaking of public enemy, I did a show with them. Um, no, no, they did a show in Toronto. I think it was the last show I've seen them too. Chuck D pulls me on stage and he goes, you, I want you to kick up some bars. Mm. So I said, I, right, you know, I got this brand new song called Black Trudeau. I go, can I kick it? But I want to kick it a cappella. Because Flavor Flav nice. used to you know, play, play would be on the drums. Yeah. But I want Toronto to hear these bars. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. I don't know if you ever heard this song, but this is probably my top 10 greatest bars songs ever that I did. Black Trudeau. Black Trudeau. Nice. Yeah, you want to write this down? I'm, I'm definitely, right, I'm writing it down right now. I, I, I beat you to oh, it. So yeah. you got to understand when this, this, this must have been like 2011. 11, 12, 2012. So Justin wasn't even, yeah. you weren't hearing about him. Black Trudeau mm. was Pierre Elliott Trudeau. Yep. Mm. So my whole thing was using metaphors as, as you know, I said, the stage is Parliament Hill. You know what I'm saying? Yep. Like, yeah. Like I really went into metaphors. You using, yeah. you know, I, I said, even Prime Minister Kretcher knows I'm Trebier. Like, <laughs> like every, every line, bars, every line, 
there was just bars upon bars upon bars upon it was like some jizza ish like i'm proud of myself mm -hmm. the way i found that right mm -hmm. so um there's a line i said um i told mr carter now drop another anthem the t dot municipal show him we invincible i told rob ford stick to your vision but when i saw him eat bro stick to nutrition <laughs> listen i look to my to my right because i saw people look that way the, the audience looked that way yeah i looked chuck d fell from those bars <laughs> I am laughing. So I said to myself, as i'm spitting these bars i said to myself <laughs> I gotta finish the verse. Should I help, should I help up him up on his feet? I'm like, fuck, man. Let me finish these bars first. You know what I'm saying? Business before pleasure. Business before oh, pleasure. Oh my god, that's amazing. Came and tried to tackle me off the mic. Basically, I, I had to get my lines. But I, I had yeah. to finish my thing. But it was like that was one of my. This is one of my my hip hop highlights. Yeah. With Chuck, with Public Enemy. Yep. Yeah. And that concert there was one of the because. How often do you make your mentor drop? Oh man! You can go on YouTube and see it. The dream. Go on YouTube. Oh, I'm I'm gonna. I, I can't wait. Yeah, I'm gonna check that out right away. Public Enemy <laughs> Fresh yeah, West yeah. Toronto 2012. We'll we'll find that we'll find that link and also post it up on our on our page. You pulling you pulling up some skeletons. You pulling up some skeletons out of the closet. You better watch out, homie. Chuck, you gonna be like, man, why you gotta put me on this? He was like, yo. He was standing like this. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> my bars, and then I just see the crowd go like, oh. <laughs> so, so when I saw the playback, Chuck went like from this to like, his hands went on his knees, <laughs> and he just started laughing and just dropped. Oh, <laughs> man, that's amazing. Absolutely amazing. That's one of my man, that highlights. That would be it. Five highlights, man. Yeah, man. Yeah, for man. Sure. I for sure. Agree. Yeah, bro. Yeah, bro. I can agree with that. Come on, son. Come on, fam. So I just want to man. share that with you guys because I don't always say that in in stories, but um, but that's but, epic. That is what it is, man. You know. Very cool. Very cool. I want to take a quick step back. I, I want to acknowledge actually uh, one of our listeners' message in here. Uh, bought Symphony Effect three times. Had it stolen twice by kids at school before he kept the third copy. Uh, honestly, it was one of the best albums. And I do want to quickly bring up and dig up a little bit of the past here. Uh, Symphony in Effect. Uh, and I got to tell you, man, that that first time I remember watching you come on in the video dressed up in a tux and the mm -hmm. impact, the impact that had, uh, and, and especially for the time period. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Why was your choice? I, I need to know. I, I mean, other than maybe the obvious, I, like what what was your thoughts behind that that first moment you coming on? I'm gonna stay in the public enemy tip to show you. Mm -hmm. My favorite album of all time, hip hop album of all time, is it, it takes a nation of millions to hold us back. If you look at those songs, yeah, Chuck D's first line in all those songs was a punch in the face. Mm -hmm. Yes, the rhythm, the rebel. Here it is, bam! Every single line was a punch in your face. Mm. That's how he started from the introduction. Yep. Every line of, of the, every first line of these songs were like Muhammad Ali was fighting George Foreman in the Rumble in the Jungle. He punched mm. him in his face yeah. right away. Pow. I said to myself, me coming out is gonna be a punch in the face. That's why I said, this is a throwdown. That mm. was inspired by it takes a nation of millions to hold us back. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? Yep. I, you got a punch in the face before the beat even dropped, fam. 
Understand? Yeah. Before you, that that that's what I came with because I accept we don't make records, we make history. That's hundred percent, hundred percent. So my whole thing was, I'm not trying to, I'm not trying to. Um, every time I try to assimilate, it don't work. I got to be someone who innovates. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So me coming with the black tux, see, I like Run DMC like everybody else, but I gotta um brand myself. I gotta stand out. And then right, a group right. that I have to give props to is the Dream Warriors, man, because the, the the Dream Warriors is the most original group in hip hop history. Yeah. The most original group I've ever heard in my life is the Dream War to the point where King Lou, he's a dude that um he took originality almost too serious. <laughs> Cause you could hear me rhyme and you can hear influences by Rakim, you can hear influences by Big Daddy Kane, mm-hmm. you hear influenced by, by Cool G Rap, Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And and later on, you hear other influences, too. Mm-hmm. King Lou is the most original. If, if every rapper is saying the, he'll say the. Mm-hmm. Like, like, he'll take, like, to the, to the, everything about that dude is OG, original. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You understand what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Excellent. Oh, it looks, looks, looks it, like uh, Mike found that clip. Uh, we'll make sure we copy that up and, uh, and send that over. It. He found the wow, clip. Like, 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 that's my man, but it, it showed that, um, you know, they brought me on stage and it showed me the love. Yeah. And it showed that, yeah, that's just how powerful my bars are, man. Like, that's yeah, a, so that right amazing. There. We'll make sure. Thanks, Mike. We'll make sure we copy that up. Like, you know, that was dope. Like, you know, I mean, rest in peace, Rob Ford, man. Yeah. yeah you know, <laughs> but uh, nah, I, wanted, I wanted to share that that with you. Because yeah. and here's the, the ill part. When I met him, I did tell him something like that about his weight. Like, like, like the, the one conversation I ever had with Rob Ford was like, I go, dude. I saw you trying to lose some weight, man. Keep it up, fam. Like, yeah, yeah. I'm trying, my, like, whatever it was. That was the one time I met Rob Ford. We had a little chuckle like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I didn't use the word to stick to nutrition, but that's hilarious. You know, <laughs> a lot more politer. Be polite. You gotta yeah, yeah, be yeah, polite, yeah. Right? yeah. And he was um before he passed away, he wanted to. uh He was like, "Yo, you guys bringing Kanye West to perform at the at the Pan Am Games? What about Maestro Fresh West, man? We got so much talent right here, so hundred you know percent. So Rob Ford was like somebody who really appreciated me. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And it's like I appreciate that, man. You know, like I did a lot for the city, and I just feel that you know I'm not one of those guys that um you know lie on my laurels mm-hmm. or um or what have you. But you know, yeah. I know I put, I put in that work. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. I'm about to drop a video. I think this week with with Point Blank, Concrete Mob. Very uh, cool. Awesome, man. Like yeah, that. That's amazing. That. And you know, yeah, like, there's there's oh, so much. Uh, sorry, there uh, was, um, you know, I, I just wanted to say, like, there's so many people that you have influenced, like, like mm. to 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 have homegrown talent here in Canada and and not give them their dues. Like, I mean, let's let's be honest, like, yeah, there's a lot of new young guys on the scene, but yeah. uh, but we got you right here. And, and like you, like these people, they learn from you and, and if we got you, you still got the, the talent. So, so you should be, yeah. you should be up there and doing those things. Yeah, I agree. I agree. I agree. Nah, thanks, thanks guys. You know if what I'm saying? If Juicy J could come out and drop, drop heat like that, then I'm, I'm damn sure you can, bro. I, I, oh, mean, yeah. just, I mean, I'm just putting it out there. You know, somebody who was already a, a Juno winner before Juicy J ever even, you know, I'm just just putting it out there, man. I think you could. Uh, I think you could come back and do it all over again, bro. I really do. Oh, 100%. I really do. Because, like you said, man, your bars are crucial, like that, man. And uh, I think uh, you know, with you experimenting with the trap stuff, man. I, I man, I, I know what you need to do. Go, go check waist youth. Wait, go say, Maestro Fresh Wise waist youth. Waist uh, youth. All right. Yeah, I got you. That joint, man. And what, oh, you. a miracle. Woo! 
Check out Miracle. Miracle just came out. Miracle. All right, bet. See, yeah, I love, man, I love, yeah, I love, I love, see, what I love is I love the creativity, man. If you're still creative and you're still putting out your passion, man, then we should still be, we should be still soaking it up because yeah. like you said, man, you put in this work, you've already established. So we should know that anything that comes from you is going to be either legendary, iconic, or just damn, damn good, man. You know what I mean? So I, I got a question for you though, real quick, man. So you was talking about coming out with the punch. You want to punch him in the face before the beat. Now, how did that play into the mindset and the the society response at the time of Toronto when you when you did this when when mm. you came out and you dropped this and yeah. you rose to success? What was the response from Toronto um, towards you? I mean, I, there has to be some division there, no? Some people. That, that is a great question, man. That is a great question. Yeah. I mean, seriously. I mean, some people yeah, got to yeah, be yeah, like, yeah, "Yo, he really did something. this." I'm gonna tell you something. I'm gonna tell you something. Peace to my brother K Force. You ever heard of K Force? Nah. No. Okay. K Force is was a a legendary Toronto MC. Um, he's somebody who uh, was well respected on the streets and on the mic, and um, everybody thought that he was the one that was going to bust first out of Toronto. Hmm. If you're familiar with Tribe Called Quest remix for Scenario, mm-hmm. Charlie Brown of the Leaders of the New School had a line where he says, Force, main source, LP on the rise. Because when Large Professor left main source, and just so you know, main source was the group that brought out Nas. Mm-hmm. Nas' okay. first record was, was Live at the Barbecue. Yeah, yep. Right? So I'm just giving you a little bit to show you what you're dealing with. So main source was a really um, reputable group. Shout out to Large Professor, K-Cut, what have you. But... Large Professor was leaving main, main Source to start his own thing. And the guy that was supposed to come in was the, my dude from Toronto to take that place, <laughs> K-Force. So when you hear people say T-Dot, O-Dot, he is coined for being the first MC to say that. That T-Dot mm-hmm. business, Force was the first one we heard to say that. So he was like a he was like Jimmy Prime saying the six. Wow. You know I never yeah, knew yeah, that, he, actually. That's amazing. Yeah, yeah. I always wondered where that originated, originated yeah, from. Yeah, so he's like, he's like yeah, he was that, that dude. You know, yeah. So he thought he was going to be the first one to get a record deal. You know, mm-hmm. out of Toronto. I guess I, I guess it didn't work <laughs> out that way because I remember, like when I got the deal, he, he put me in the corner and said, "Listen, man, congratulations, we're getting your record deal." For, you know what I'm saying? I wow. want to fight you. <laughs> I go, he goes, "I want to fight you, but you're a good dude, man." I know. Uh, just don't let it get to your head. Like what, that was his way of saying I love you. Like, like yeah, yeah, yeah. That's it. that was his way of saying I love you. I'll never forget that. He pulled me aside and just said, "Yo, man, I wanted to fight you, man. Like I wanted to, I wanted to be the first to come out of Toronto. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Him, his heart's on his sleeve. Like he's that guy. Like wow. you know what I'm saying? Yeah, his yeah. Heart's on his sleeve. Like you know, but amazing. He was that dude, but he always had my back in terms of like support that way. You know, and yeah. matter of fact, when I had my second album. The very first single was Conducting Things. The B-side was a song called VIPs Only. Mm-hmm. And I brought him out on that record. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I wanted to awesome. him plus. You know what I mean? Amazing. And that, was, that was before Main Source times. That was like, we're going to do this. I got you. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's phenomenal. So I wanted to um, I wanted to share that um, with y'all, man. There's a lot of history in the hood, man. 
for sure. You know so, I love it. So yeah. I, I got to be honest with you, man. I'm American, man. So well, I'm I don't know that. That's what I'm giving you. That's what I'm giving yeah, you. Yeah, I, I saw, you know, I, 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 my wife, she, she's Canadian, full-blooded and everything. So when I told her, I said, look, man, you, you know the guy that did Let Your Baby Run? So she was like, and so yeah. she, you know, she, she <laughs> real, real familiar and everything. Me, well, they grew up watching me. They grew up watching me, man. That's I knew the song, right? I knew the song. Yeah. But I, no, man, I'm from Indianapolis, bro. I'm, I'm Indianapolis. Yeah. So, but I mean, like, I knew the song, but you know, I didn't know anything more. So now, as I've come here, I've performed at some really iconic places: Silver Dollar, uh, Rock Hard. You know, all these different little uh, legendary spots, right? You yep. know what I'm saying? And so, like. I, I dig this, man. I really dig the history that I'm learning right here because it helps me relate to my surroundings, right? Because in the five and, a half, five and a half years I've been here, man, you know, nobody's really ever bothered to break down the history of the Toronto hip-hop scene. And so it's, it's nice to know that there was this whole cultural uprising and, and support. Um, yeah, let me tell you something. Let me tell you something. What I'm telling you. Yeah. Cats can't tell you what I'm telling you, man. That's what I'm saying. No. Say yeah. That's what I'm saying. I'm going to I, I'll school you. Yeah. Yeah. Hip hop from the inception. Yeah. Like cats bust. Around. I told you my favorite group are the Charles Prime Boys. Yeah. Like, yeah. I'm putting you on the stuff you didn't even know about. Those guys are dope. Like, that's what yeah. I'm saying, man. Yeah. Not even, they're not even um, new guys anymore. Yeah. Don't. Yeah. They're not new no more. Like, yeah. they, they, they've been around for, for like since 2012, yeah. 13. Established, yeah, yeah, yeah. You see what I'm saying? So, but yeah. I, I just find I just find them to be dope. You feel me? So, but you, you want to hear something a little funny here, Wes? When 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 I knew you were coming on the show, and and I messaged Twism up, and I was just like, "Hey, man, uh, what are you doing this night?" And, and he's like, "I don't, I don't know. I, I could be available. What, what's happening? Yeah. <laughs> what's happening?" I said, "You ever heard of a little man called Maestro Fresh Wes?" And he's like, "Well." Well, this I, this I, name this name's familiar. Hold, maybe, hold on, hold I on. He's so. like, maybe I think so. <laughs> Within thirty seconds, it was like his brain his brain exploded, and I got like this message tree that just came like, said, pouring down. Said, and he's oh like, oh my god, god, god he's an icon, he's a legend. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And and it's just like I saw. So I was looking forward to this day. I was looking forward to yeah, to Twism being on the chat with you because. The, the experience that you can pass on, the things that you can yep. tell them, it, like you said, like you're telling things that you, you won't yes. find on the internet, the things you won't yep. find unless you're getting it right from the man himself. Yeah. Like yep. I'm talking guys in their forties can't school you about hip hop. Like yeah. I, no. you know, I'm there. I'm there from, 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 from jump. Like man's like Butch Lee. I even mentioned Butch Lee in, in, my, in my, my book. Like <laughs> I even mentioned him in my book. He was like known as the greatest MC in Toronto. Like out of respect, yeah. I mentioned yeah. Butch Lee in the book. Yeah, yeah. Are you familiar with Ron Nelson? Are you familiar with Ron Nelson? No. Mm-mm. Man. That's another one. <laughs> Ron Nelson was the dude. Let me tell you. Ron Nelson was the dude who put me on when I was 15. Okay. CKLN 88.1. He's the dude that brought up all the artists from back in the days. He's the nice. foundational dude. You know what I'm saying? So I had to put his name in, in my book just to, like, you know? Yeah. The book is based on a true story, but, but I, I had to, like, sprinkle a couple – out of respect yeah. for these names, yeah. I had artists. I had to put their their names in the in, in the thing, you know, almost like that that TV show, The Get Down. Like you know, yeah, that was just <laughs> that was like a little um, summer of somebody yeah. getting introduced to hip hop. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But they yeah. threw a couple names in there, and they they threw in the Bronx buildings getting burned down. They yeah. threw in a couple things like historical things around that time space. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. And that, that, that happened. Um, chronologically, but for the story of work. So that's what I did with this. You know what I'm saying? And yes. what's really ill is the fact that 
you know, the mentor in my book, he goes by the name of a DJ Greg. Okay, yeah. Right? So every single week on my radio show, I got a radio show here in St. John called Maestro in the Maritimes. Oh, nice. Every Very single nice. week, I have a guest DJ. So I've known Greg since I was five and he was eight. Yeah. He just so happened to be the guest DJ on my last week's show. Like, like nice. how wow. cool is that? Someone I've known yeah. all my life. You yeah, know, man. when I was five, he was eight. We went to the same elementary school, same high school together, yeah. you know? Yep. He was one. He introduced me to Peter and Anthony Davis, who produced "Let Your Backbone Slide." Like yeah. that guy was been with me from day one. You see what I'm saying? Wow. So, I asked him for his mailing address. I sent him the book. He's like, "Yo, wow, man, this is good, man." He saw the dedication page. Oh, Wes, thanks, man. It means a yeah. lot. Yeah, man. I go, but dude, did you see the picture of me and you? He goes, "Huh?" <laughs> I go, "These are me and you in here, guy." He goes, oh, shoot! <laughs> <laughs> This was happening. Where was happening? Oh man! Like, 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 you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. That, like, so this has been a trip. Like, I didn't tell my family. I kept it as a surprise. Yeah, that's you know, very I cool. Kept it as a surprise is, this, is this? Is this? Are we able to buy this? Like, can, yes. Can I get a go, to, go to youngmaestro.ca. Youngmaestro. Copy, man. That's what you write down, please and thank you. Yeah. yeah so, so uh, this is a perfect segue, uh, Wes. Tell us about Young Maestro and and tell us a little bit more about this Absolutely. book because uh, you know I've been doing a little reading about this. It, it sounds yeah. amazing. I can't wait to get my hands on it. Uh, so, so why don't you give a little bit of a, a sneak peek here for our listeners because uh, we're going to make sure we put this up on our guest page and a link on how to get this book. So, absolutely. Okay, so the book first of all is about uh, the importance of family structure, mentorship, hip hop, as well as um, inspirational elementary school teachers. I've been blessed to have some really cool elementary school teachers in my life nice. um, that helped me become the artist I am today, along with my, my parents, along with my man, DJ Greg, you know, who was one of the, the guys, you know, yep. um, on, on my come up. And it's a beautiful story, man, based on a true story about, you know, a kid growing up in Toronto, man, you know, faced with adversity and, and he never let that define him, man. He just kept it moving. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So you go to youngmaestro.ca and you could purchase one of the greatest kids' books you'll ever read, man. That's I what's like up. That. Amazing. I like that, man. I like that. Yeah. I su- I see, I, that's the kind of stuff I support, man. Yeah, I man. Shout out to my, my, my co-author, um, Redor Melton Vanderpool, who's a education expert, man, over 20 years at, at uh, St. Angela's Catholic School in Rexdale. She's a grade one teacher. She made sure Ish was right with that. Shout out yeah. to my illustrator, Leon Eclipse Robinson, who did that ill illustrations for the project. Yeah. And like I said, obviously big up to Cardinal as well, man. But Jamal yeah, McGore, Tanya Lee, I mean Tanya Williams rather, Jerry D classified for other testimonials. But this is one of the greatest stories you'll ever read, man. And it's our story, man. It's 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 really dope, man. Very so cool. it's one of the highlights of my 30-year multimedia career. That's how dope this is, man. That's amazing. You know? stuff, man. And it's just it's beautifully illustrated as well. This is really dope. So stick to, a, a little, stick, stick to your, to your vision. Stick to your vision. Now, it was like one thing I want to mention about stick to your vision as well. And I know this is a little bit of an older book for you, but the thing I love about stick to your vision is that it is not only apparently an amazing book as, as a read, but uh, the, uh, the Scotia Community Colleges actually made this mandatory reading really? for their college students. So really? like, my God, when, when they stated that, that must have been something amazing oh, yeah, for good. you. That's, gotta, that's, a, that's a feel good. You know, sure. not- what, 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 it is is, um, what it is is, um, I'll tell you what happened. It's a part of the adult learning program at NSCC College. You yep. know what I'm nice. saying? 
And um, I received an honorary diploma uh, uh, from the college. You know what I'm saying? Congratulations. I'm the second non-Scotian to receive that honor. Wow. That's you know what I'm saying? So to, me, so to me, that's dope. Um, it, it was mandatory reading in, in for grade 10 students. Yeah. You know, so I'm saying if that happens with that, what's going to happen with this right here? Cause yeah. This right here, this was written with a, with a school teacher. Yeah yeah. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. But but you know, like it, to, to so now you've got uh, you've got a book out there again. It's mandatory reading, but I mean the the message behind it, the fact that they're they're actually specifically targeting a market in 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 for grade tens and stuff like that. Like it's it's. It's important. I mean, I look back and I remember in, in high school, uh, guidance counselors were, were complete crap. And, and it was almost <laughs> a bit of a joke position because, you know, I yeah. remember having a goal. I had this, like, I want to do this and I want to be this. And I remember everybody saying, nah, it's not possible. Mm-hmm. No, we, th- th- there's no way to do that. You know, mm-hmm. like it's a good dream to have. But, but you know, seeing, seeing someone actually out there and, and especially, you know, a, a credited place to say, no, read this book, stick mm-hmm. to that vision. Don't let people tell you no. Yeah, man. You know, it's well, very important. One, this one here, but, you know, with this one here, which it could do even better is because one is self-published. Yes. The new one. <laughs> yep. Right? I like, I like two, like we're dealing with younger kids. We're targeting younger kids, mm-hmm. like yes. three yeah. students, four students. Tomorrow... I get, I w- I'm invited to City Hall. I'm going to meet the mayor of St. John. Oh, man. That's amazing. Right. Congrats. Oh, That's amazing. The rap Prime Minister, Black Trudeau. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. I'm going to meet the mayor. Amazing. Of like, how cool is that? I'm invited to um, cool, City Hall, man. And it's yeah, like, man. and and people say, like, Wes, one of the things we rate with you, you never carry that. Mm-hmm on your shoulder like you're, you're yeah, that man. guy you know what i'm saying yeah but this is what i learned man this is what i learned recently a couple of things and, and, and is um reevaluate your value mm. that's important that's a really re-eval- not to know your value yeah but we're going through a global alleged global pa- pandemic you know yeah. what i'm saying mm. when we, we've all lost ourselves to some capacity mm-hmm. and it's easy to forget who you really are mm-hmm. oh yeah but it's important to, to um you know, one thing is stick to your vision, but sometimes you need to, to have a revision or yeah. revise, reassess, and reevaluate yeah. your value. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Because, yeah. you know, I think about certain things. It's like, okay, yeah, I am nice. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But every now and then, because people have been distracted, you got to let motherfuckers know that you're nice. I mean, <laughs> like, like, I'm just being real. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, for sure. Like, 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 I ain't Diddy, but I ain't doo-doo. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I like that. You know what I'm saying? That's like, amazing. That one, bro. Hey, hey, I put it out there right. I'm stealing that one, bro. You know what I'm saying? And yeah. like, you got to let people know sometimes because it's not their fault that all the stuff is happening, happening in the world for them to forget. Yeah. So there's humility, then there's stupidity. And it'd be stupid of me not to remind you motherfuckers who you're dealing with. You know exactly. What I'm exactly. So, it comes with balance, but it's, it's but by you by us not doing that, by me not doing that, I'm indirectly giving people permission to think that they're nicer than they really are. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah. So you, sometimes you got to remind cats. Like, and I, I hate saying that, but like, you have to. Yeah, you yeah. have to. Yeah. You know? Exactly. I appreciate being here because people really rate me for just being being me up here you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. like two of my closest like people that i like that I, I gravitate towards that i met here are people who didn't know who i was until i said um 
No, West, <laughs> me, you're. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be that. That'd be me. I'll be that. No way. Oh, yeah. I got a couple friends in the gym, right? A couple friends in the gym that you know we work out. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And and this female, she was real peace, man. And I said, Yo, I gotta work. She goes, By the way, um, what do you do? Because <laughs> you just know me at the gym. I'm lifting yeah. weights, and yeah. you see me over here at peace. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, like, get ready for this. <laughs> you know, and we're not really. You know. <laughs> Oh yeah, I do. I, I send a thing that I get. Wes, mm-hmm. you're all this time. I was just looking at your big feet, but you nice, your friends, Wes. <laughs> you stupid, bro. <laughs> he snuck that one in there. Oh man, <laughs> like yo, like yo, fam. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> people like gravitate the most is with people who didn't know who the God was. Yeah, and showed love. <laughs> well, it's 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 amazing, right? Because it's natural. It, it it's not. Uh, it wasn't forced. It wasn't contrived. It was one of those things that people didn't know, and then they're like, "Oh my god!" I'm cracking up, man. <laughs> he said, "Looking at my feet." <laughs> you know, all, all, all this time, I'm looking at the big, the maestro fresh Damn it, man! Damn it, man! <laughs> That's just hilarious, right? That's yeah, so man. amazing. Yeah, That's man. really funny. You're good, funny. Dude, man. You're good dude, man. I, I like funny. your character, man. Yeah, man. So yeah, good. Character. So uh, I know we're we're rounding out our hour and uh, you got another show coming on very, very soon. I do have a few questions and there's just a a few questions just to get people to know you a little bit better as them just as a, as a, as a regular dude. And uh, because these, these are things that uh, some people don't know about. Um, The first one I've got here is uh, what, what's the scariest dream you've ever had? That I died, but I woke up and I'm still here. (laughs) watch this one time i had a dream i woke up and i felt a hand on my face here so i thought i was in a coffin mm. but, I, but like with somebody right yeah what's going on here i realized i fell asleep like this and my hand <laughs> my, 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 was my, 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 my arm was like there was no <laughs> it like had a numb arm and <laughs> Oh, the, that, that'd be creepy. I'm a trip of parties. You, you, you a trip of parties. I already know. You, you, I'm a trip of parties. Yeah, you're a you, you're the riot of the party. Let me tell you, bro. I already know. No, 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 but I, I will say that people have told me that yo, Wes, you're funny. Yeah, but bro, I, you, I, I'm not really a joker. I got jokes, but I'm not a joker. But I do got jokes. Yeah, yeah I, I, think, I think having I, the I'm experience. I'm not a joker either, but I got jokes. I yeah, I'm a joke. Man, he's cool, man. Thank you, man. For sure, I'm, for I'm sure. Blessed. Thank you for blessing me with this, man. I appreciate you. For no sure. doubt, man. I, I thank you guys for having me. And, and, you know, the project is something I'm very proud of. Like I said, this is one of my um, highlights of my 30-year multimedia career, man. Get that up there, man. Get it up yeah. there good. Let's show that. Yep, yep. Yeah. Make sure that they see it, man. Support this, man. Go Let buy me see it. here. I'm gonna give you. I'm gonna give you a little more retail space here, and see if I can get yeah. you. Uh, get you a little bigger, uh, if if it wants to react. Nah, that's good. I see it good. It's good, clear. If it don't react, anyways. Yeah, I like that. Yeah, it's, so proud of this project. I like it. Congratulations, bro! Congratulations uh, again. Uh, congratulations. Yeah, congratulations. Wonderful book. Uh, you know, uh, I love the 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 power, the positivity, everything you're showing out there, and uh, you know, keep it keeping it real for people, and and making yeah, sure man. that uh, you know, like there's there's amazing message to show out there. It's uh, really inspiring to get uh, kids to to really um, believe in themselves, and uh, and it's really important. It's really important in this day and age, especially with a lot of home 
homeschool, a lot of learning yeah. that's going out there. Uh, you know, kids uh, aren't necessarily getting passed on that perfect message because everything's kind of just crammed into a box right now. And yeah. uh, and kids really need to to think about, uh, you know, what do they want? Where do they want to go? And, and is it possible? Of course it's possible as long as you believe in yourself. Amen. So uh, that's absolutely amazing, uh, Wes. I, I truly appreciate you spending some time with us. Uh, you know, yeah, we'd yeah. Uh, we'd love to to circle back around with you again at some point and uh, and have you back and uh, talk yeah. about more, uh, because of course we've got so many more questions for you, and, and there just isn't enough time in a day. But I could learn what, I'm gonna meantime, what I'm going to what I'm going to do in the meantime is um, I'm going to go check. Uh, where Willie went? <laughs> yeah, look up, <laughs> look up where one. I, I'd love to get your yeah, your feedback on that. that. I forgot <laughs> all about that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> forget about that. We're trying to save lives up in this market. Uh, for, sure, for sure, for sure. Well, I'll um, tell you what. You ever you ever in Toronto, man? Drinks on me, man. You just all right, man. Yeah, nice, nice to meet you, my brother. So man, for real, bro. I, and I appreciate the history lesson and all of it, man. Yeah, it man, you makes me a better person, man. Yeah, man, that's how we learn. Like you, you could tell me about Indianapolis. I don't know. Oh about man, for sure. When I think of Indianapolis, you know who I met? Who? Supernatural. Oh, which one? <laughs> MC Supernatural, fam. The, yeah, yeah. Uh, no, Amnesty Supernatural. I thought you said the dude from Supernatural. Like, I thought you were talking about the characters from the show. No, fam. <laughs> the rap, dude, you don't know the battle rapper? Um, freestyle? Yeah, 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 no, no. No, I know who you're talking about. He's actually huge out there, bro. He has a he has a massive following out there. Yeah, man. And I seen him battle before, man. He battled my man, um, Mad Skills. Oh, Mad Skills. Bro, I actually man. know who that is, too. Yeah, yeah man. You but know you know what? There's a, uh, what's his name? The Brooklyn Wreckler or BX Wrecker or something like that, man. He, uh, you gotta check him out, man. I, you know what, man? I wish, uh, man, if Anthony's got some info, man, I'll, I'll shoot yeah, you. Some, yeah. I'll shoot you some stuff, man. We'll do that up, man. But listen, this was great, man. This was yeah. great. We covered a lot of ground within the hour. Amazing. Yeah, oh, for sure. Yeah, I'm, I'm definitely oh, appreciative. Uh, again, Wes, uh, just to, to, to shout it out there, uh, do you want to throw that uh, website out again for your book as well as any social media people can follow you on? Yeah, well, go to Maestro Fresh West. doesn't matter if it's IG, Twitter, Facebook. The um, Maestro's out Maestro there. Maestro Fresh West, you can do that up. And um, Perfect. Go to yeah, yeah, the book is called Stick to Your Vision, Young Maestro Goes to School and, and uh, written by yours truly. Covered by Rador Melton Vanderpool with uh, illustrations by Leon Eclipse Robinson. And I was blessed to have Cardinal official write the forward for me. And um, it just came out officially. You know what I'm saying? Like we had like the pre-orders, but it's officially now out. And yeah, go to youngmaestro.ca and cop that, man. Yeah, yeah for man. sure, for sure. Do Amazing. Do that, uh, for again, sure. I can't thank you enough for being on the show. Uh, for all yep. our listeners that are on the road and listening to this after the live performance, we will make sure that if you jump over to our guest page of our website, we'll get a beautiful picture of Wes up there, as well as all the links uh, to his social media Absolutely. and to his book as well. Absolutely, again, man. thank all you, right. Wes, very much. You're super appreciate all your time, and uh, we hope to connect with you again soon. Okay, guys. Peace out. Take care. care. Enjoy the meeting with the (laughs) the mayor. So this is a good time for us to pitch our social media. You could get us on our website. Thefap.ca. On uh, Twitter. Is Thefap4. You can get us on Instagram. Is Thefap Podcast. Don't forget our Facebook. The Freaking Awesome Podcast. And uh, you can always reach out via email. Thefappodcast at gmail.com. I'm on the air, we on the air, we got this pocket. Ah, uh, oh, not again. Wicked sweet. Eh. <laughs>